I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Stan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode ninety-six point five. To all my haters who say that I'm failing, I have failed. I have failed. I've gotten up. I've learned from my mistakes, and now I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. <laughs> Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. Uh, a wise drag queen once said, "You're not in drag if you're not wearing nails." And today, I had my first manicure in my entire life. Oh, how was it? <laughs> this is unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've always wanted to try it, and it was really scary, actually. Why was it scary? She was very aggressive with my fingers. She was, like, gr- gripping them with, like, the jaws of life. There was a hand massage involved in it where she was, like, flicking back my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really, like, even love the final product, to be honest. They're a little longer than I would like them to be, and... That's she made a- them longer? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, she sprinkled some magic dust that grew my nails, actually. Uh, so yeah, I just thought that was a fun little thing. What's going on in your life? That's why you should go to the true professional, Jamie Missy, who just did a recoat of my nails. <laughs> and, like, it's already chipping? That's the look. Oh, I see, I see. God, it's intentional, <laughs> bench. Um, but there's a lot going on in the world of Drag Race this week. Yeah, let's, I know, it just every week, week after week, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's start with the good. Yeah, season 10 is right upon us. And I can't wait. I'm sick and tired of All Stars 3. Yeah, I think it really... When they, ta- when they told us that season 10 was going to premiere right after, we thought that was why. Because, like, everyone was going to be having, a, like, a sour note, a sour taste in their mouth with uh, 
All Stars three. Did we think that was why? I, yeah, I, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think like the consensus out there in the community thought that as well. <laughs> uh, um, but and here they we are. Gave us a this week. They gave us a season ten super trailer. They gave us a list of guest judges. Yes. So I mean, nothing tops Christina Aguilera, but we will go through the list of guest judges and see how much we care or don't care about them. Let's start with a couple things, though, before we sure. get there with the new workroom look. Not loving it. Looks cheap. Well, here's my problem, and I was thinking about it while re-watching All-Stars 3. The background is different shades of pink on the bricks, which is very distracting from what's going on, like, in front of the bricks. But like a deep, deep pink. Y- like yeah. Like a hot pink and like a almost reddish. But it's weird because that's kind of like the same palette as the confessional backdrop CGI. And I feel like it's the same palette as the... Um, runway? Behind the judges on the runway. Yeah, I think... Although I think they may have changed that this season as well. No, I think... like oh, I'm talking still, about the new one. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess like they have a vision, and we'll see how that plays out. Well, like as we'll talk about a little later, RuPaul's vision isn't necessarily <laughs> always one hundred. Yeah. But um, we are getting Alyssa Edwards as a guest choreographer, which is like a highlight. Also, like why didn't they start doing this in season six? Yeah, I think there was a time and place where they thought Alyssa was going to really get a real life spinoff show on mm-hmm. Logo, and that really never came into fruition. So now that that's really dead at this point, just bring her back on the yeah, show. Yeah, instead of like anonymous choreographer. I mean, like I did like when they would have like Candace Kane on back in the day. Yeah, a couple times, but like the past couple times, it feels like it's just been like some anonymous gay guy. And, well, it's like, been Todrick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of anonymous gay guy, um, yeah. So Alyssa's back, but also they showed some picture that was taken, I think, during the filming of this premiere episode where a bunch of queens from prior seasons were there and they did a big group photo shoot yeah so including james mansfield let's unpack that a little bit sure um so it was like in this room where also some of the scenes from the trailer like a runway situation seemed to be taking place in that room as well which makes me think that like First episode is like some sort of like weird ball that like harkens back to like actual ball culture situation. How is that tied to Christina Aguilera? Good question. Mm. Is the runway in an X probably? Mm. Um, but yeah, I I don't really know yet what it will be. But they did have a weird runway the first episode of last season. And then, like, remember season seven had that weird runway fashion challenge yeah, also? Yeah, with um, Alaska. With Alaska's Anna Wintour. So mm-hmm. maybe it'll be something like that. I don't know. We'll see. But let's get into the guest judges. Sure. Do you want to go through them? Yes. Okay. So, so um, number one. We're gonna play care don't care, and if yeah. you're if you're not someone who's listened to this show um, often, it's basically we go through a list of things, and we either care or don't care. Really complicated <laughs> rules there, Brendan. <laughs> so number one, Shania Twain. I personally don't, but I will appreciate the fact that you and others do. Yes, very much care. But interesting that you know she's also a big star, but not getting the Christina Aguilera treatment of like we've got Shania. Is this what you're going to do for every name I list? No. <laughs> um, uh, number two is Courtney Love. 
don't really care because she's already been a judge, so it's kind of not. When that was she a judge? I don't remember, but I know that she's not. This isn't the first time at the rodeo. Can you verify? I just like would be curious to know like season and episode. Okay. Or just like season in general. Um, if we can get the producers on that, that would be great. <laughs> um, Halsey. Care. Care. Oh my I, god. I love that Halsey hates her fans. I want her to yell at everyone. <laughs> I also, I really genuinely like uh, that Halsey song that she did with Lauren from um, Fifth Harmony. Still haven't heard it. It's like a queer anthem called Strangers. Everyone should check it out. Mm-hmm. I truly, actually, truly love it. So if that's the lip sync song, I could see it getting to like Juju B. Raven All Stars 1 level okay. of lip sync. Um,. Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer. Can't wait. And this also, like, I wish they would brush paths with Shania again. I know. Shania was just on Broad City. Did you um, get uh, Answer and Courtney Love yet? I can't find, like, that signature photo of Rue with the two guest judges. So maybe this is a fan fiction in my brain. Like, my gut wants to believe you, but my brain says fan fiction. Yeah, because a lot of the pictures that come up are actually Courtney Act. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah also love is a hard last name okay um kate upton don't really care I ever just, since she did that like <laughs> mobile game commercial she really <laughs> took a turn for me i just like like i like her in theory um i was rooting for her but she hasn't really taken off the runway mm. like as far as like if she was an airplane so like i don't think i need her in yeah. 2018 billy eichner care and I think I would have liked to see Julie Klausner back with him for this moment. <clears throat> I think Billy has taken off and Julie's still waiting to taxi. I know, but I think this could have been like a great reunion now that Difficult People's canceled. Which is was a difficult show for me to get into, but I ended up really liking it. Oh, interesting. Was uh, it Lou that got you in finally? Well, no. I started <laughs> watching because of Lou and Sonia were going to be on the show, so I was like, I might as well watch the entire first mm. season to get to there or whatever. Oh, that's very me sort of move. Yeah, but it's also, it was like super short. It yeah. was like a summer Friday, that sort of situation. Okay. Um, Audrey McDonald. Audra. Audra McDonald. Uh, yeah, sure. Fine. I'm like in between. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be something Broadway-related, maybe with our next guest, Andrew Rannells. Oh, yeah, I hope it is. Between the two of them, something Broadway, baby. Um, Dan loves Broadway, loves Wicked. Loves Wicked. Ariana, bring Ariana to Wicked. Um, the rumors, I hope, are true. Yeah, we've seen many performance of Wicked in this apartment, with Dan running around with a broom. Wow. Wait for it. Call it out. Um, <laughs> Ashanti. Care. I love Ashanti. Beyonce, she's no Ashanti, <laughs> as the New York Times once said. That'll probably be brought up, right? <laughs> like, on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's, like, rude to both of them, in a way, because, like, it's rude to Beyonce, because, like, how dare you use her name in vain, mm-hmm. and it's rude to Ashanti, because, like, we're laughing at the fact that that really didn't age well. <laughs> True. Um, let's go to Todrick Hall, which is like, why are they even calling I know. him a guest it's judge? Like, oh, He's Ross on all the Maxis time. will be there too. <laughs> um, Lizzo? Uh, I know people love her and are, are excited about this. I'm not one of these people really, but I am happy when other people are happy. <laughs> the humility here. Um, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. What are... What do they do? She's like a musician. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lena Dunham. Oh my God. 
I care just for like the messiness of it all. It's very, it's in the vein of the choice to have Megan Trainer as a guest judge. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, and a producer sent to us a blind item, and I will read it. This judge was so awful that the show almost had to be redone. The judge, this A minus B plus list writer slash actress who had some time off between projects. Apparently, it was a mess. And it's supposed to be Lena Dunham. <laughs> I wonder. Um, but they really like uh, showed her off in the trailer. If it's like an acting challenge where they all play different mm. girls, ugh. I, I, I'm going to love it. It's going to be such a mess. I can't wait. I know. So uh, Kumail and his wife, Emily, yep. who they both wrote The Big Sick. I'm... I'm happy with it. He had a he made he had one of the more interesting parts of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So let's see what he brings to the runway. Just like very hetero, I'm starting to realize. Mm. Like a straight man. Straight men traditionally haven't been great. Yeah, but he's a funny man though. That's true. And maybe he has a queer sensibility. Who knows? Um, Padma Lakshmi. So excited for this, especially because we only discussed maybe an episode or two ago. Where are the food challenges? <laughs> do you think it'll be an actual food challenge i am praying that it's something food related oh my god um i don't watch a lot of top chef um i used to love it but it got too much is she good on that show uh in like a in her own unique way yeah when i see her interviewed on like the today show it's always like a very interesting interview yeah like she's like doing her own thing in like this weird vein of like i don't get it but maybe i appreciate it she's very icy but it's like icy hot like it's so like <laughs> she's been gay yes um nico <laughs> nico tortorella i feel like he's been on I think you're just making okay, stuff sure. up at this point. Sure, sure, sure. No, I think he's pretty. He's a pretty fairly new celebrity. So like, mm, okay, the runway for him to have been on hasn't been there. Sure. Um, I don't know much about him, but I know that he's bisexual, mm. and that's great. Sure. Um, Miles Heiser. I don't know her. So excited. He was on Parenthood. Um, he's in that Gap commercial, that really dumb Gap commercial that airs now, where they're just all sort of like awkwardly dancing. Mm. He's gonna be in Love Simon. Okay. As like the theater gay theater guy didn't roll his eyes at me um, no i mean i was just gonna say like the only commercials i watch are bravo spawn con so unless he's in one of those well maybe i mean maybe next week love simon will get some bravo spawn con maybe um with like avery singer and ali shapiro <laughs> oh um logan browning from dear white people uh not familiar okay either am i um carrie preston from the good wife don't know her don't care i feel like Gay people are always squawking oh, about her. They're hooting and hollering about the Good Wife. However, I believe the spinoff show, The Good Fight, is on CBS All Access. Yes. How is that going? <laughs> um, Just as a side note, I, there's like a Star Trek show on there. Yeah, which I hear a lot about. Um, but these like one-off like channels where one network is doing their own like digital presence confuses yeah. me because like who's paying for each of them when they're already paying for cable i guess super fans and those are both super fan type of shows like people stand the good wife for whatever reason <laughs> and and like star trek like may the force be with you i want to watch the good wife i like christine baranski okay and alan cumming but like then you have to go watch 10 seasons of the good wife right but people do that okay sure um Tisha Campbell Martin. My wife and kids, I don't know her. 
Uh, you do know her. Do I? Yeah. Um, what else was she in? Martin. Oh. Then I probably do know her. Um, and then <laughs> special guest appearances in the vein of like Elisa Kudrow and Nancy Pelosi. We're going to get Stephen Colbert, Andy Cohen, and Cheyenne Jackson. Don't care about Stephen Colbert. I know Cheyenne for sure has been a guest judge before. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I want to say with Lisa Rinna or something. Yeah, that's, that's like that vision is coming <clears throat> to me. And then Andy, I wish he would have been a real judge. What's he going to do? Is, he, is it going to be like a talk show challenge or like a Housewives challenge? Oh, I hope it's some sort of... I hope it's not a Housewives challenge. I hope it's a talk show challenge. But like, we haven't had one of those in a long time. Yeah. With that, like, you know it's a situation where he couldn't get a full day off while like shooting like Love Connection or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually excited about Steven. That's a head I can get behind. Every time I watch a show, I'm like, wow, you look good in a bluish suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Underrated hottie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so moving on from season 10 stuff, back to last week's Freak of the Week. So is RuPaul. it too late to apologize, Dan? Uh, well, she took her time. <laughs> and then after like a day or a day and a half of everyone dragging RuPaul for mm-hmm. the transphobic comments, RuPaul made some somewhat of an apology i mean it's not like the strongest apology in the world but this is what it's rupaul said it's surprisingly good in my opinion okay sure each morning i pray to set aside everything i think i know so i may have an open mind and a new experience i understand and regret the hurt i have caused the trans community are heroes of our shared lgbtq movement you are my teachers in the 10 years we've been casting drag race the only thing we've ever screened for is charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And that will never change. So, it's not the strongest apology, like you said, but it's better than I expected from someone like RuPaul, who constantly is saying stuff. I will say, my big thing with it is, like, trans people aren't your teachers unless they want to be your teachers. Mm. They're not here to do the work of teaching you what you should already know. Mm. Um they don't have to do that emotional labor for you. So I think that goes to like, that's a message for everyone. Like being an ally means not requiring somebody teach you. Mm -hmm. You go and do the learning yourself. So what I would like to add to this is for those of you who tune into what's the tea, you know, Michelle and Rue frequently like dig at the fact that they were forced to remove You've got Shemail halfway mm-hmm. through, like, where we are now in the chronology mm-hmm. of Drag Race. So, the fact that they that still stings for Rue makes me wonder, like, how much he's really going to take away from all of this. Yeah, but um, let's talk about Peppermint's statement, because I thought Peppermint released a really good statement. Sure. Especially as someone who was the first, was the person going into the... A competition openly trans was the first person to do that and yeah. then she went so far she be- was in second place mm-hmm. she said rupaul issued an apology which i think is an important step in the ongoing conversation it shows all of us there is room for growth education and i'm hoping a bit of evolution women have always been directly and indirectly contributing to the art form of drag my hope is that together we can uplift all forms of drag, both on TV and in the real world. Gay men do not own the idea of gender performance. 
RuPaul so brilliantly said, drag is a big F you to male-dominated culture, and I believe people of all gender expressions and bodies can contribute to challenging the culture. Love Miss Pep. Um, and, like, she's about to be on Broadway. She's I, a Broadway baby. We have to get tickets. This can't be another Luann situation where we don't get tickets. No, but we, we are going to get tickets to Luann. Don't you worry one bit. <laughs> um, yeah, let's figure that out. So, speaking of Michelle Visage. Yeah, there was a big interview in Vulture, mm-hmm. a lengthy one, uh, that kind of addressed some of this. I don't know. Like, I think a lot of it was was a back and forth that took place prior to this all going down. Mm-hmm. And then some of it may or may not have been a follow-up. Yeah, I think the way it was framed with some of it was, yeah, like a couple months old, and then some of it was during the week immediately following Ben de la Creme's exit. Yeah. And that was like the frame, and I think it might have been... It probably was before RuPaul stepped in it. Yeah. Um, But like right before. Yeah, I think that's the timeline. But anyway, I think in general, you know, we make fun of Michelle sometimes, but the two things I have to say about her is I do feel like she listens, mm-hmm. which I'm not always convinced RuPaul does. And number two, I feel like her heart's always in the right place, mm-hmm. even when she might be wrong about something. Yeah, I follow her on Twitter, which, like, I have a love-hate relationship with following, like, reality TV people on Twitter because Mm. it's often too much. Yeah. But the reason I like following her is because she's having, like, this ongoing conversation with, like, her fans or followers, and it does seem like she's, like, like you said, learning from Mm -hmm. what these, like, young people, and a lot of young, young people look up to her. Yeah. Are, like, tweeting at her. I've seen her, like, really help, like, young queer youth who, like, feel stranded and abandoned, like, in Kentucky. There's, like, this whole thing where she helped, like, some kid get to, like, safety from, like, an abusive family. Mm -hmm. So, toot. I like her. Yeah, (laughs) toot. Okay. Uh, Before we get to the recap of this week's episode, uh, Neely P. called him with a question or really not even a question just an observation about one contestant bb yeah so let's take a listen hi dan hi brendan it's neely p um i have a question about bb so apparently she's 36 she was born in 1981 so according to that information she and i could have been like at high school um at the same time and it just kind of baffles me, and now we know she doesn't know who Ornisha is. She's never watched Drag Race. Um, none of us understand why she's still on this show, or even if, like, she knows she's on this show. Um, I don't know. My honest question is, like, do you think that BB is a ghost? Can anyone there actually see her, and is she still in the competition because no one knows that she's there? Because, again, she is a ghost. I'm just wondering. All right, thanks. Bye. Thank you, Neely. Uh, a ghost. Like, between this call and the call from our episode earlier this week with the tarot reading, we're really getting into new, like, paranormal territory. Yeah. We're, like, coming for uh, Tyler Henry's wig. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go as far to say BB is a ghost in this show. However, her... Appearance throughout the season has been interesting because in the first half of it, we were so convinced that she was a mole. 
Yeah, and that like explains like why she was able to be just so uh, middle of the road the entire time. But now she's still middle of the road, and yeah, uh, I mean, I, I and I feel like it's too bad that that fan theory got going because it just paints a better picture than what is taking place on the show. Yeah, so let's get into the show and start talking about um, that, because there's lots of thoughts in my brain about this show. Sure. So let's jump right in, and this is actually perfect because it has a lot to do with BB. The reaction to Ben's elimination, obviously everyone was shocked. Yeah. Um, and everyone wanted to know who BB up, had up her um, shirt yeah. as far as lipsticks, but she, the first of the season, refused to say. I don't blame her. Really? Yeah. You don't think it, like, puts... I guess it, like, it didn't end up happening, but, like, putting a target on her back? Yeah, but it's not the law. She doesn't have to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she's not going to get kicked off the show for not revealing the lipstick. Mm-hmm. Who do you think in your brain of brains that she had up there? I think she had Aja to come back. And who... Who was even, like, on the chopping block? It was Kennedy, Trixie, and Shangela. I bet she had Kennedy. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, if she was being very um, objective about it, mm-hmm. I think that's the pick. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think it makes, like, you're going to cause so much drama by revealing this. Because most of the time... The lipstick matched up. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't, it caused drama. Totally. So. What if she had herself? Also, like, I was thinking about, like, what if Ben didn't get picked? Like, what if Ben didn't win the lip sync? Mm-hmm. Like, would, would Ben she... r- run off, like, the set or something? Right. Or, like, would she, like, reveal herself as the pick at, like, the next episode? Makes you think. I know. <laughs> That's why, like, the whole, the whole, like, scenario is just so weird. Oh, speaking of which, Ben and Shangela getting into it was crazy too. Was crazy because Ben did a whole tweet about how her partner's trans, and um, she used the hashtag Bendela Christ as like a joke, mm-hmm. not even anything to do with the show. Just like <clears throat> it was like hashtag Bendela Christ, help anyone who tries to say like something bad or like whatever. Right, and then Shangela came at her saying like, "Oh, well, like." I know the truth about, like, you, and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And, like, this really unwell, like, not the time nor place. Like, if you're going to do that, do it. But, like, do it on, like, a one-off tweet. You can at someone without them having tweeted. Yeah. Um, But let's get back into this. This maxi challenge. What do you think? First of all, Nancy, before we get to the maxi challenge, actually, Nancy Pelosi, what do you think? What? (laughs) Like, it it wasn't... Like, we've had a presidential debate challenge in the past before, and her appearance would have made more sense with something like that. I also thought that she was going to be a judge. Because I, I think they called her a judge. Which would have been, like, so interesting, because, like, we've never seen a politician like her have to, like, critique drag queens <laughs> on a runway. Yeah. But it was just, like, a feel-good, like, keep-up-the-resistance moment, which is, like... Trixie was moved. She was crying. Yeah, Morgan was moved. I think Morgan, actually, when Nancy Pelosi walked in, was the only person who actually knew who she was. No, Trixie knew. I don't think Trixie did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we go straight from Nancy Pelosi, like, saying bye 
to my best fr- my best girlfriend's drag maid's wedding trip, which is an acting challenge. In a we- it's a weird thing to have an acting challenge this late. Yeah, in the game. What are we testing here? Yeah, like which which drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race has gone on f- to a big acting career, except for like Bianca made that movie. I think they did an acting challenge to give Trixie another shot to shine. Yeah. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Um, especially since she didn't really get one in the first... Yeah, milk. The the Bachelor thing. So Screwed that up. So Morgan is given the um, opportunity to choose roles. Yeah. And she gives BB the queen... I mean, easy choice. Yeah, which is like Helen Mirren role. Shangela has Octavia, which is a mixture between two of Octavia Spencer's roles. It's The Help and uh, Hidden Figures. Um, Kennedy as Lala. And unfortunately, it's not Lala Kent. I know, I wish. But it's supposed to be uh, Emma Stone's character in um, La La Land. It was weird that Kennedy was, uh, was so excited for this role. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, Trixie as Sharon Frockovich. Yes. Aaron Brockovich, obviously. But also with a few... Um, little... Uh, not little women. Uh, pretty woman. Pretty woman lines. Jokes, yeah. yeah. And then Morgan picked the beige swan for herself, which... Okay. When they're going through the script, it seems like there's a lot. A lot mm-hmm. of lines. And maybe there's more that we didn't see from mm-hmm. Morgan. Maybe because it was not good. But I don't know why you would pick that role when it didn't have really much to do. I think, like, I got to thinking about this, too. And, like, her character is the one that, like, inadvertently kills the stripper oh, guy yeah. in, like, the rough night twist. Yes, yes. Um, so maybe, like, it was that. Maybe it was, like, the idea of, like, dressing up like a black swan. Yeah. she did look good. Yeah, but this is an acting challenge, not a look good challenge. I know. Um, let's talk about, like, their rehearsal, which was, like, such a short scene. Yeah. Um, not rehearsal, but, like, them actually doing it. Yeah. In front of Ross Matthews. Um... Morgan should have been allowed to hiss. I thought the hissing was funny. Well, you, as a Slytherin, probably understood what the fuck she was even saying. So, of course you feel that way. No, but, like, don't you think that worked better than quacking? I don't think either were necessary because they used the musical cue. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if they were going to use the music anyway, you don't need to make a sound effect. But was was it in the script? Like, make a, a goose noise or a swan noise? I, I don't know, but I mean, it seems like Morgan looked up what kind of noise a swan makes because she was the the authority on that. <laughs> Maybe she just knows. She Maybe just... this is one of her passions. Mm. Um, it was, everyone was like fairly okay. BB, like, for some reason, her not wearing makeup in that challenge, like, <laughs> bugged me. Wait, I thought she was wearing old lady makeup. Was she? Uh, I don't, yes. No, I've watched it twice, and I commented the same thing twice. She wasn't wearing, like, anything to make it, like, wrinkled or anything. Oh, are you sure about that? I could be wrong. Okay, okay, okay. But, like, <laughs> I'm. it wasn't prominent enough for me to be like, oh, she's trying for old lady makeup. Yeah, okay. It was just like, there's no makeup here. I thought Shangela was just 
unnatural with it. Mm-hmm. Like, she almost didn't even need the script. She could have just improv the whole thing, it felt like. Right. And it was jarring seeing Trixie in a brunette wig. A brunette flat wig? A because flat. she always wears, like, a blonde, like, bouffant. Yeah. But she definitely was able to get into the role. Yeah. Without milk fucking it up. Yeah. And she did, like, natural funny things, like, uh... Chris Colford's head. Oh, yeah, the baby. Yeah. The hair thing. yeah, yeah. I Kennedy with Lala was just not the best. Right. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember at this point in All-Stars 2 what kind of challenge they were doing? Because I... Was it the, like, commercials one? I don't remember. I could look it up while we move on. But, like, it wasn't... I want to say it was, like, the commercials one, which is such, like, a better fit because that's, like something that they were able to, like, pour their brand into and, like, make yeah. naturally good themselves. This was, like... This is a episode two kind of challenge, like, this sort of thing, where someone hands out your role and, like, you have yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the runway, I do want to talk about that extended workroom scene while they're getting ready. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was probably the most interesting part of this episode the whole story about um trixie being rude to the west hollywood queens and kennedy being sad how people don't want to come see her during the meet and greets when it's a big group of them yeah my heart broke for kennedy i'm not a kennedy super fan but like her telling that story made me really feel bad well yeah and like this is an issue in general in like the drag race fandom is like i feel like a few queens are held up really, really high. Yeah. And then all of the other ones are bashed. A lot of it, to be perfectly honest, has to do with racism within, mm-hmm. like, the Drag Race fans. Um, we've even seen... I feel like we even saw it with BB earlier this season. I heard she was, like, getting, like, racist tweets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, a it's a bigger issue. Um, but hopefully, like, with All-Stars 3 and, like, that being out in the open, her fan base is able to grow. Yeah. And I did find the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. And it's wild they didn't do this. The makeover challenge. Oh, with the moms. Or the family members. Yeah, it The is... makeover challenge is usually one of the best ones of the season. That is wild that they didn't do one. I wonder why. Maybe they couldn't get people for everyone. But, like, you can pick any sort of category. Oh, yeah, you could get random, random people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, like, they... They could have done, like, the queens that were eliminated. Have they ever done that? No. Yeah, but that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did that for a regular season. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. I don't like... Okay, so, also, besides the Kennedy thing, uh, Morgan and Trixie were talking about how, you know, Trixie wants to just, like, go to a drag show. She doesn't want to be... And, like, if she's not performing, she just wants to sit there and watch and not be acknowledged or called up or anything. And Morgan was saying how at Mickey's, whenever she sees the queens, like she always makes a big deal out of everyone. Mm -hmm. And then she'll bring up even people who are not from the show who come in drag to watch the show. Mm -hmm. She'll bring them up on stage. The funny thing was the whole conversation that they were having transpired that one time I went to Mickey's. Oh, really? Trixie was in the audience in boy drag. Morgan was acknowledging her and Trixie was just not like trying to like hide her face and mm-hmm. stuff. There was like one or two people in drag, actually a few people in drag in the audience that Morgan all brought up, made it like big, like, 
hi, what are you doing? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So it was just like crazy to see that conversa- conversation that they were having happen in real life. When, when, did, when was the first time, when was the last time you went to Mickey's? Rather? So that happened after they filmed this. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it must happen regularly. Yeah. But it's also, also like Mickey's is like such a wild place. And it's like, it feels, it's like feels so crazy when you're in there to me that like if Trixie goes there and expects like not to be noticed, especially as like a drag race girl going to a show that is like run by a drag race queen. Yeah. This is, it's a destination for drag race fans. Like. It's crazy to me that you want to be left alone, but I get it. And we're going to get to this a little later. I mean, the thing is she, she, she like waved, but she didn't want, she didn't go up on stage right? and she didn't want to clearly. So yeah, that's an interesting conversation. Cause like, we're going to talk about, um, something related, related something related, this. but I think this is a different situation. Oh, this is debt all 100% yeah. a different situation, but yes. Okay. So runway red for filth. The the concept isn't that interesting, but the execution was great pretty much across the board. And I think, like, it's a pity that they barely showed it because, like, <laughs> it was the best looks of the season, I think. Yeah. Some of the best looks of the season. I Okay, so did you have favorites or, not, or least favorites? I liked Trixie's look, and I'm, like, not always running or walking to, like, compliment her, but, like, it was something new from her. Yeah. Well, she's usually in pink. So right. it's nice to see her in a different color. She's usually in pink and like baggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or pink or pink and baggy, or pink and uh, like a body jumpsuit jumpsuit thing. Yeah. I really like BB's look. Yeah, I did too. I like Shangela's look. Shangela's was pretty good. There was a funny meme that did I send it to you? Like. Um, everyone copies Vivacious or whatever because yeah. both BB and yeah, yeah, Shangela yeah. had like similar looks, just like elevated. Yeah, I just I feel like Shangela's it wasn't all connected, like the hair to the to the makeup to the. I didn't inflatable. love the hair. Yeah, I didn't love the hair, but I loved the inflatable. Yeah, uh, I thought Kennedy's was nice looking, but it wasn't mm-hmm. anything All Stars three. It was, like, great for a ball. Mm-hmm. Morgan's look, loved. Oh, yeah, I loved Morgan's, and I thought Morgan really did something interesting with hair color, number one, and also hair styling. We don't really see that. And when we see something like that, I feel, I feel like Chad Michaels did that once, and it made her look like a grandma. Right. Like Morgan and wore it well. Morgan's, like, there was something about her makeup that was, like, different and really good and like she made herself look more pale than she usually does she looks great yeah she even though she kind of flopped and ended up getting sent home i feel like this runway did her favors in terms in terms of keeping her in the conversation a redemption a redemption yeah a good one of her probably one of her best looks yeah so the winners obviously were going to be Trixie and Shangela. Do you care to talk about the judges? Oh, the judges, like, yeah. Okay. Chris, Chris Colfer was, like, fine. Yeah, he was fine. Um, he looks pretty good. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah he Chris does, He didn't look good. He's cute. Yeah, I think he's, like, trying to be behind the scenes these days. Well, like, he's he wrote that whole series of children's books that, yeah. like, some of them were made into movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but good for him. And then Garcelle... Uh, yeah. 
She was from the Jamie Foxx show. She's actually been in the entertainment industry for a thousand years. Yeah. Can, she's 51 years old. Wow. Like, she looked like she was 20-something. <laughs> she really did. Uh, yeah, so then we have the winners. And they're lip-syncing to, what was it, Freaky Money? Big Money? The RuPaul song. I don't remember. Freaky Money, Gun Gun Money. I don't love them doing RuPaul songs, number one. Either do I, unless it's, like, one that I, like, really know. Yeah. Also, because, like, we... They put so many RuPaul songs in this fucking show. Yeah. That, like, do I need another one as a lip sync? Like, give me something, like, pay really cheap for, like, something that we haven't heard in a while, but is, like, great. Yeah. Um, so, Shangela won the wet lip sync. She did this whole thing with a fat suit and... Yeah. Well, she started as, like, a, a granny, it looked yeah, like. with her glasses on. And I, when she came on, I was like, why does she look like she's, like... Like, three toddlers wearing a trench coat or something. <laughs> like, it just looks so crazy. And then Trixie's look, I thought, was great. I loved it. A neon queen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Shangela did this whole, like, gag with a fat suit that then, like, sparked this whole controversy online afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, including from some famous drag queens, including Vicky Vox, who was in that band with Detox and Willem. Mm-hmm. Um, she tweeted, I'm actually bummed out by Shangela wearing a fat suit for laughs. I'm tired of fat shaming, being celebrated. I love you, diva, but I'm in my feelings. I can't take my fat off, and I work hard like you skinny bitches to be taken seriously. I'm still the butt of the joke. And then, obviously, she was getting feedback, so she followed it up with, oh, snap, I love Shangela. I got love for the show. I'm sorry I brought her, na- her name and other people into it. I wish... We could discuss things without being cruel and emotional. I was in my feelings. I'm still going to watch. I love her. I'm still fat. Um, And then Shangela responded, Sis, your feelings are always valid, and you know me well enough to know my intentions are never to make anyone feel shame or marginalize my lip sync. In the buxom bodysuit was a character I envisioned to be a dowdy, shy granny by day and big body, beautiful freak-a-leak by night. That's it. Um, so then the other conversation that happened is that there was obvious, there was a lot of criticism of Shangela for this. And then people were pointing out that Thorgy two years ago did a fat suit look, um, to the season premiere of season eight. Yeah. And like people like loved it. So. Did people love it? A lot of people loved it, but there wasn't like this kind of criticism. Well, I, okay. So I think it's hard to compare the criticisms when one is a look at a premiere where a fraction of the mm-hmm. people who are watching the show know what the girls are wearing to premieres. I mean... I think they're talking mostly about, like, drag race fans who keep up with every move, who are on Reddit all the time, that sort of thing. And it goes into the earlier conversation with, like, Kennedy, like... Yeah. I just think it's hard... It's it's like a little apple and orange here. Like, if if... Uh, what's her face? Thorgy had done it on the the show. It'd mm-hmm. be easier to compare. Sure, the reaction. Yeah. It's not a perf- it's not a perfect model of comparison, but there are broad tones in like how the drag race fandom deals with certain things that can be pointed to. And this isn't exact experiments, but we are seeing some broad strokes of things that constantly happen. Mm. Racism. Uh, I just thought it was stupid. 
Um, I, I have like mixing. I don't love this kind of like a gimmick on a lip sync. Yeah. Like I would rather see. Actually, I don't know. I'm I'm torn. See, I I like a gimmick when you don't see it coming and it's a surprise. Sure, 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 sure. There was sure. nothing about this that was. I mean, like we knew when she came out on stage and that granny thing, like something was up. Something was up, definitely. Uh, and I think, and, and like Shangela kind of went into Jiggly Caliente Snooky in Snatch Game territory and like getting in Trixie's space space yeah i hate when they get in each other's space and i've said this before like i hated when alaska did it all those times in all stars too mm-hmm. every single lip sync she was like licking people's faces mm-hmm. and shit like that yeah hate it um it's also why i hate an all stars lip sync except for like the few examples where they were great like it's there's something that's brought like the passion is brought out of it the moment that it's like for something instead of to avoid yeah. Leaving the competition. Yeah. I think, like, Trixie kind of relishes the fact she's never won a lip sync, and she's at lost four. I know. That's, like, $20,000 that she's lost. Well, the four includes, the I think, two from her regular season, where she wouldn't win a, a tip. $20,000. Oh, you said twenty. Oh, I thought you said $40,000. i am sorry. I, like, have... I know you don't think I have a brain oh. in here, but I do, <laughs> and I take that into account. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shangela kicks out Morgan. Which, like... It would have been crazy if Morgan was in the final four. To 100%, but, like, if anyone was going to do something, like crazy and interesting and like kick out someone just for pure like competition to make sure that they got further in the competition it would have been Shangela because she's been talking in that fucking Game of Thrones thing the entire season so it would have been interesting if she did someone else but who's the big her big competition is the one she was lip syncing against it's not the other two sure but like kicking out the former winner could have been interesting like yeah I mean, like, I'm not mad at her c- kicking off Morgan, but I'm just saying, like, Trixie, I, uh, Shangela would have been the one to, like, pull something yeah. interesting. Mm. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I'm sure Trixie probably picked Morgan, too. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> okay. Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So you already heard the Freak of the Week at the top of this episode, the name of this episode. Reese Witherspoon was on... Colbert. This, Colbert. Who Ooh. looks great in a blue suit. Looks great in a blue suit. With her close personal friend, Adam Rippon. Mm-hmm. It still like, bugs me that his name isn't Adam Rippon. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Brendan Davies. Uh, so, Witherspoon proceeded to extol the virtues of her figure skating couchmate, eventually getting to his Twitter presence. She quoted one of her, one of her favorite tweets of his verbatim. So she had it memorized. <laughs> like she wasn't reading off of anything. Mm-hmm. And she says to all those who hate, who tweet at me saying they hope I fail. I have failed many times, many, many times in my life. More importantly, I have learned from every setback, proudly own up to my mistakes, grown from my disappointments. And I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. So she has no clue that this is from like, he didn't cook this up. Seemingly. No clue. She has no clue. Um, 
I'm waiting for her to get a clue. I've been like watching Twitter and stuff to see if she'll like follow Kennedy Davenport. Mm, acknowledge. Acknowledge like this. And I, I think like the way the internet works, it might eventually happen mm. because like Reese Witherspoon is somebody who's like trying to be like cool on the internet. It's yeah. like a new thing that A-list actors are doing. Yeah. Um, but Kennedy tweeted, where's my national credit? I need my name on that, please. You can't <laughs> use it and say who you can't use it and say who the originator is lol reese should buy the rights to the kennedy davenport story and make another movie oh my god um but <laughs> this just like this just, this just, doesn't she just buy the rights to everything these days yeah she loves buying rights <laughs> no but it's this is like we were talking about it beforehand but um before we recorded but this is like classic like mm. things going from like queer people of color who originate like great things mm-hmm. they go through the cycle of going to white gay people and then get passed on to like the hats. Uh, white <laughs> cis hats and the credit doesn't make its way through the entire thing yeah yeah so our one true queen is bob the drag queen and we were sort of talking, we were alluding to this when we were talking about Trixie at um, yes. Mickey's in WeHo. And Bob tweeted, if you meet a person from TV in person whose work you admire and they don't seem excited to meet you, try and understand that they probably aren't excited to meet you. You can't <laughs> expect them to be as happy in that moment as you are. Um, obviously, experience back and forth with that. And oh, yeah, he- Bob was like replying to many people, mm. which I thought was interesting. And then he said, final thoughts, not only am I grateful for my fans, I'm grateful for discourse, I'm grateful for every person that has ever supported me on my professional journey, I'm just not a sociable person in public, I'm a people person, just not a stranger person. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Bob's point is if I'm walking down the street to Dwayne Reed, you can't expect me to be so excited to meet you. Right. And people expect it. Right. And Bob lives in New York, right? I think so still. Yeah. So, I mean, to go anywhere, he's going to run into people, really. It's not like in L.A. where you could hop in your car and you're not really right. going to be bumping into people. What is the level of celebrity that if you saw them in the wild, you would ask them for a picture or anything? Not, no, no one. I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I don't want to talk to my neighbors in the elevator. That's true. I, or that dog. That's it's just like, I can't imagine what, what, what do you, like, what am I going to get from this? Well, there's like people who, like Sarah the stalker. Yeah. She needs to stay away from her and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I love her Flickr account. Um, I, everyone knows that I drunkenly talked to Judith Light on mm, the street. Yeah. But like, I wasn't asking her for a picture. Yeah. I was just like, you're amazing, sweetie. 15 seconds of your life. But I was also very drunk after watching Drag Race. Yeah. I feel like any real housewife in the wild is fair game. I mean, I would get a little tingly and like think about it, but I would then probably not do it because I just like don't want to bother them. Any real housewife except for Bethany because Bethany will be mean to you. Oh, yeah. Although, like, I would like that, if anything. Like, Slap, y- me, yell at me. Slap me, Slap <laughs> me. But the funny thing is, like, I think, you know, 
if if Bob is at a meet and greet and you're charging people money, like you should be a little excited for this. Right. And like the Trixie thing that we were talking about, like she I feel like that's a little different. Yeah. Where she's going to a yeah, she's going to watch a drag show like everyone else, but she also is a drag race queen going to the most popular drag race affiliated yeah. drag show in the country. You're that, not going to like Barnes and Noble for a book reading right. for some random person. So like <laughs> it's sort of expected. Yeah. But people need to chill in real life. Like us normies. The- <laughs> Though, um, one of my favorite segments is Celebrity Fan Out on Wendy Williams. Mm. Not that I don't really watch her regularly anymore. And also, she's, like, on hiatus because she's going through some, like, yeah, real medical issues. I know. And, like, Jerry O'Connell's going to be her guest host ne- all next week. Oh, I heard, like, rumblings of that. Yeah. I can't believe that's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Well, also because Wendy's thing is, like, oh, I never take a day yeah, off. Yeah, but, yeah. like, after fainting, as yeah. we all saw, I think, like, something was actually wrong. Yeah. So, still, Bob's the queen. He's the drag queen. <laughs> uh, and that's the show for this week. So, make sure you subscribe if you're listening to, for the first time on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a review while you are there. And if you have any thoughts that you want to tell us about, whether they be drag race related, whether they be Bravo related, um, call us at 717-47-FREAK, 717-47-FREAK. We got two great calls this week about these same subjects that we will be playing on Wednesday that I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. And you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, join the Facebook group. You can follow Dan at IDK, IDK. Tweet him mean things. You can follow Brendan at not Brendan. Tweet me nice things. And that's it. <laughs> so like, comment, subscribe, our show, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you in a few days for Bravo. Bye. Bye, Hats. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.